In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray you to protect me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the wicked foe may have no power over me. Amen.
Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text chosen for this morning's meditation is recorded in the third chapter of the letter to the Romans beginning with verse 19. Now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. But now, the righteousness of God, apart from the law, is revealed, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God, through faith in Jesus Christ to all and on all who believe. For there is no difference. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Here ends the reading of the text. Are you an open book? Most people would claim to be. It is considered to be a personality trait that is truly admirable to be an open book. If you are an open book, Friends, even strangers, would get the sense that you are not hiding anything from them, but are completely honest, withholding no secrets. What they see is what they get. In truth, as sinners, we are all more closed books to a certain extent, some more so than others. We all keep our sinful thoughts and motives well hidden. Thankfully so, lest they be labeled TMI. However, Many of us still play the game of pretending to be open books with one another, so much so that we can convince ourselves that we can be open books with God, our creator. Since we can fool so many people around us on a daily basis, we imagine that standing before God as our judge in the end, we will be found quite acceptable by him as well. We even imagine that we can appear before the judgment seat of God with our autobiography in one hand and his holy law, his Ten Commandments in the other, and have them match enough to allow us to enter his heaven. 
The opening words of our text clearly inform us that our imagined open book philosophy completely fails before God. We know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. We recognize the reformation of the church through Dr. Martin Luther in these waning days of October. In his spiritual journey in that reformation, Luther thought he could achieve the open book approach through the process of daily confession and penance. But this established mechanism of the Roman church did not produce the relief that he was seeking. Rather, Luther was so tied up in knots spiritually that he in his conscience recognized his sinful selfishness in that daily exercise of confession itself. And so he would feel compelled even to confess his sin of making confession. His motor, motives were never found pure and remained under the condemning demands of the law of God for any amount of unrighteousness, which he had every day. And so do you. However, the second half of our text provides the relief for which Luther was searching the righteousness of God apart now from the law is revealed, being witnessed by the law and the prophets in the Old Testament. Even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ to all and on all who believe. A righteousness that is not demanded of us but a righteousness that is given to us by a gracious God. You are an open book before God, my fellow sinners, and it is not pretty. But here is the good news. Jesus was an open book for you. His autobiography, if you will, the four gospel accounts perfectly match the Ten Commandments. Jesus, the Son of God, sacrificed his holy, perfect life for every one of your sins. And then through, through your spirit-produced faith in him, he gives you his holiness, his everlasting righteousness. It is yours now so that you are justified, declared to be right and holy before God the Father. 
you are declared righteous for Jesus' sake alone. And just as true as this statement is, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, so is this complementary statement which follows. All, everyone, all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Those two statements stand side by side as true and trustworthy. Blessed are you who believe in Jesus, your Savior. The open book on the altar names you. You, each one of you personally. I opened it to John 3.16. For God so loved that he gave his only begotten son so that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Your name is written there. God so loved you. He gave his only begotten son. Your name is written in the book of life, in the red letters of Jesus' holy, precious blood. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forevermore. Amen. Please rise for prayer. Remember not, O God, our transgressions against us, and record not our sins in your book, but cast them into the depth of the sea, and remember them no more forever. Impute to us the obedience of your Son, Jesus Christ, who fulfilled all righteousness for us and gave himself a sacrifice for our sins. Let us live for his sake and enable us to walk worthy of our callings. Amen.
in his peace. Amen.